Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Thursday, November 10th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Vanilla Cupcake Day. Okay. You a fan of vanilla cupcakes? Uh, I mean, okay. I'm not a big fan of cupcakes. Oh, okay. Not a fan? I like them right. occasionally, but it's not like, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to get one. Why? What? What is What is your gripe of cupcakes over like a normal cake? I'm not a big fan of cakes. I would much rather have. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I'm not a big fan of cakes either, man. I, you know, I, I obviously don't like sweets, but I don't know. Most of the time when I have cakes, they're too dry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, you know, the icing is just pure sugar. Yeah, not a not a fan of cakes in general the vanilla though cupcakes I don't, i've had red velvet cupcakes now those are pretty good yeah. that's that's sort of the exception to the rule in my book is red velvet anything uh big fan of red velvet so yeah. red velvet cupcakes i can get down with but vanilla cupcakes I, like the vanilla chocolate cupcakes you get from Publix for like a kid's birthday or whatever they're not they're just not i don't know i'm not a fan of those man yeah Today is also World Immunization Day, Billy. I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be excited about this day. You know what else today is? The what is that? Today's the Marine Corps' birthday. The what? The Marine Corps' birthday. Oh, Marine Corps' birthday. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, today's today's a big day for the Marine Corps. And, you know, my dad being a, a Marine, it's this has always been a big day. Yeah. I think my whole family has been Marines. Yeah. I didn't know it was today. I didn't know it was the day before Veterans Day. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Big day. I actually have the Marine Corps' original flag hanging on my office wall right now. That boy. Yeah. Yeah. My dad has a... I ought to take a picture of um, uh, my dad's medallion thing that he has hanging up for my granddad. Your dad would appreciate it. He's, it there's a whole mural of my granddad's awards and, and medals and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. I'll take a picture right. and, and send it to your dad. Your dad would love it. Yeah. Sure. Billy, today, Falcons versus Panthers. We had a Thursday night game tonight, prime time, 8 o'clock on uh, Amazon Prime, which is still throwing me off Thursday night games are on Amazon Prime. Uh, but the Falcons traveled to the Panthers. I feel like we just played them, and we did two weeks ago. Yeah. Falcons came out on top of that game, luckily, by the skin of their teeth, despite letting DJ Moore have a 7,000-yard touchdown reception to almost to set up a go-ahead PAT, which they ultimately missed because DJ Moore took his helmet off and got a penalty uh but yeah this is an opponent that you know pretty well because you saw him a couple weeks ago the pj walker started last week for carolina billy but he looked terrible he went three for ten with nine yards and an interception uh and he was pulled ended up with a zero qbr and was pulled for baker mayfield they have confirmed pj walker is starting tonight for the panthers 
the Falcons have got to do a better job getting to him. I mean, he had over 300 yards passing last time the Falcons and Panthers played. The Falcons have got to do a better job of putting pressure on him on the defensive side. Yeah, it's it was not a great game plan for the Falcons the last time. We got the win, but it ultimately, you know, you had to fight and scrap and battle for against the Panthers, who are not a good football team, to get a W. Um, P.J. Walker looked like a... I wouldn't say an all pro, but he looked pretty good. Like he, middle he looked pretty close to an all pro <laughs> middle of the pack quarterback, um, you know, during that game, which is not a good thing for your defense. Hopefully the defense will come out this week and show out and, and do the potential that they have and, um, and stop them from, from doing anything this week yeah and stop pj walker and stop donta freeman who had i don't know if he went over the century mark in rushing but i know he had three tuds and he averaged like almost five or six yards per carry i mean this is not a panthers team that is good so the falcons should not have a problem stopping them offensively uh, or excuse me stopping them when they're on offense we're on defense obviously uh the big question for me is can cordero patterson and company repeat what joe mixon did to the Bengals last week uh, Joe Mixon had himself one of the greatest games I've seen by a running back in a long time. He averaged almost seven yards per carry, had three tuds. And Billy, I, I think fantasy points wise, I think he was over 50. It was insane. That's nuts. Yeah. This is another thing that the Falcons didn't have the last time. We didn't have Cordero Patterson. So that'll be helpful. Um, I think having that weapon will be useful for Marcus Mariota to use um you know any any extra bullets that you have in the gun is is a good thing right yeah so that was hopefully, hopefully uh patterson can can maybe maybe not replicate what happened with mixon but get close that would be awesome if you can get close to what mixon did last week uh the falcons win easily in my opinion i listen yeah. to these numbers last week by joe mixon 22 carries 153 yards and four tuds that's seven wow. yards a carry on the uh, receiving side, he had four receptions for 58 yards and another tud. He had over 200 all-purpose yards in five tuds against the Panthers. That's that's just nuts. <laughs> I, give me give me half of that for Cadero Patterson. Give me half of that tonight, and I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, no joke. And, uh, and, and that's the biggest thing is right now is I'm the biggest thing for me is hoping that Marcus Mariota actually has a, an okay game, especially coming off of a. Um, off Sunday, so you know you don't have enough time to prep. But that's that's my biggest worry right now is Marcus Mariota. And Billy, I, that's sort of my next point. Honestly, is are we ever going to get to see the brilliance of Pitts in London? Are we ever going to get to see this year what either one of those pass catchers are, are capable of? Uh, not not with uh, Marcus Mariota quarterback. No, <laughs> no, we're not. That's man. a bad thing, man. It's frustrating, dude. It is. It's incredibly frustrating because you know what kind of offensive juggernauts Pitts and, and London can be. Can you imagine what they can they can put up in a in a regular offense with a decent quarterback? Like, oh my god. Yeah. There's I mean, the reason people were calling Kyle Pitts a unicorn because he was he's that good. Like, you put him in a good offense, he's gonna be he's gonna produce. I mean, he had over a thousand yards last year as a as a rookie. Let's. And this year, he probably won't sniff 800 yards. Uh, yeah, I'd be. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good shout. Let's let's see where he's at right now. 
Because I was looking at Mariota's stats right there, and Mariota hasn't had a single game where he's completed more than 20 passes. Yeah. And he's had two where he's completed under 10. Right now, through, what is this, nine games in the season, I believe we are through, uh, Kyle Pitts has 285 receiving yards. That's a lot more than I thought. So it's 600. He's probably going to end up somewhere around 600 receiving yards, I'd assume. But we're we're 200 yards in, right? Or we're halfway in, so that means that if yeah, you double that, roughly. we're like yeah, it, 600. Might be south of 600. And the, the thing that disturbs me is not the yardage per se. It's the tuds. I mean, he has two touchdowns. That's it. Yeah. Two touchdowns. That's that's ridiculous. There's no reason Kyle Pitch should only have two touchdowns. Um, so we get a... The Falcons by four, I believe. Really? And we're on the road? Uh, yeah, let me let me check one second. Uh, oh, uh, Falcons Falcons by two and a half. Sorry. Falcons by two and a half. Still two and a half. Yeah. Hmm. You're going you're gonna to put this in as one of your locks of the week? Hmm. No. All right. All right. I, I can't right. run the Falcons. All right. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. Last night, Billy, the Hawks fell to the Jazz 125 to 119. Uh, Trey had 22 points, nine assists, four rebounds. DeJounte Murray, 26 points, five assists, six rebounds. Clint Capella, 15 points and 19 rebounds. Almost almost hit 20 rebounds last night. Uh, the defense that showed up against the Bucs wasn't quite there last night for the Hawks. We let Laurie Markinen and company get going and going and going. And in the fourth quarter, man, I, I don't I don't know what happened. We, we couldn't guard anybody. We couldn't guard a single soul in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, through through at, at halftime, we looked all right. We were down, but we looked we looked okay. But dude, we came out in the second half just on fire. I mean, we came out in that third quarter. Defense was on fire. Offense was on fire. We looked great. We got the lead. I thought we were going to come away with a big uh, big win versus the leaders in the West right now. They're ten and three right now in the West. They were number one in the West last night. And then the fourth quarter, man, in the fourth quarter, just all went to poop. It just all went to poop in the fourth quarter. We couldn't stop anybody. I, I think the Jazz probably shot like 90% from the field uh, against us in the fourth quarter. I don't know what was going on. Um, so, yeah, a frustrating night. I, I think they hit – I want to say the Jazz hit like six or seven threes in the fourth quarter. I mean, wow. it, yeah, it was it was rough. It was, it was rough to watch, man. I think they missed – honestly, I'd be shocked if they missed more than five shots in the fourth quarter. We – we we couldn't guard them, and when we did guard them, they were still making the shots. So you you fall you fall one twenty five to one nineteen to the West's best team. It you know I don't want to say it's disappointing, but I am going to be greedy and say that I was disappointed in our fourth quarter performance last night for the Hawks. The bench was the big thing, man. I mean, the bench was terrible last night for the Hawks. They got outscored forty three to nineteen by the Jazz bench. I, we couldn't get anything. And the crazy thing is, is if you go to the box score and, and look after the game, everybody on the starting lineup but DeJounte Murray had a plus or plus minus box. But you look at the bench, I mean, the benches plus minus box, seven, negative 17, minus 18, minus 14, minus 22. The bench got absolutely destroyed. And that's sort of something that we've talked about all season. And we ended last season talking about it is the bench right now is just not up to snuff with some of the premier teams in the NBA. Now, maybe that changes when Bogey comes back, but right now, man, this bench is the biggest Achilles heel for our Hawks team. 
Yeah, and and unfortunately for the Hawks, it doesn't seem like Bogey's getting better anytime soon. We we keep holding out hope that he's coming back, but it's been a minute, you know. And I'm I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping he gets healthy very soon. But at the same time, man, it's we're holding out hope that Bogey's going to be back and be be what Bogey is. But you know, God forbid, what happens if Bogey's not what Bogey was last year? Or the past I, couple of years, you know, I I don't know, man. I I think this Hawks team, you know, I don't I don't want to talk trade deadline now. We're eleven games into the season, 11, 12 games into the season, but we we've got to get the bench better. Um, and and I mean, to his credit, last night Nate gave the rook a chance. I mean, AJ played. I don't know. We played north of ten minutes, I'd assume, but. It's just it's not it's not going well right now. And Okongwu coming off the bench, I thought was going to be a bigger piece than he is, and he's not. Jalen Johnson, dude, Jalen Johnson looked atrocious last night. I don't think he scored any points. He looked awful. He he had an over. I know he didn't. I know he didn't make any shots. He might have gotten one or two uh, free throws or something. But the bench was the bench was terrible, man. And if Bogey doesn't come back, I don't know if it's one of those things that Travis Schlink is just going to sort of, sort of want to roll with what we have on the bench. Or if they're going to want to make any any trades and try to get one or two pieces, we're not looking for a premier, you know, starter. You know what I mean? We're just right. looking for somebody who can come off the bench, maybe create their own shot, maybe can be the play caller on the bench. Because I mean, I, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Holiday right now is our bench point. So like that's sort of where we're at. I, I you know, I don't know. This, this team has one of the best starting fives in the NBA, but the bench right now is just they're just not cutting it, man. They're just Four premier teams, and I'm, I'm saying all this with a giant caveat. I'm I'm comparing the Hawks to teams that are in contention to win an NBA championship. So, you know, I, I'm not saying that the Hawks bench isn't good. I'm saying the Hawks bench isn't good when compared to teams that are going to compete for an NBA championship, and that should be where this Hawks team is is aiming. Let me ask you this real quick, and because I didn't get a chance to watch this, because for some reason they had the Knicks Nets game on uh, at what? last night. Yeah, it, it was why, on all of them. Why? I, I weird. don't know. Um, how did Trey look? I know he had 22-9-4. and four. Did he seem like he had any issues with the eye? So the only thing, the, tra- the, the eye for Trey looked fine. The thing that so, was sort of weird to me was it looked like Trey was a little hesitant to go into the post and get to the foul line. Um, but other than that, the shot looked good. The passing looked good. The passing lanes looked good. Trey's eye looked fine. Um, but I think that shin thing, I think that shin thing is still sort of playing in the back of his mind. He didn't attack the rim how we're used to seeing Trey attack the rim on a consistent basis last night. The thing, I didn't realize this until I looked at the box score this morning, honestly. Trey didn't shoot a single free throw last night, which is mind-blowing. That's usually oh. where he gets a lot of his points, yeah. And he still had 22 points? That's not right. Yeah, and he still had 22 points. And I don't remember really. There was maybe one or two calls last night where Trey probably showed out a foul call and didn't get it. But I don't I don't remember there being a ton of egregious calls on him. He just wasn't attacking the basket like we normally see him attack the basket. Bryce, uh, we've said this many, many times on this podcast. Alex Nathopoulos is a freaking wizard. He is. He's the greatest whatever he is to the Braves in, in the MLB. I don't know. Is he the GM? I feel he like he is. does like 16 yeah. things. Yeah. Yesterday, the Braves traded Jake Odorizzi to Texas for cash and former Brave farmhand Colby Albert, or Allard. Allard is... Here's the thing. 
Allard's not going to compete for a, a bench spot or, or, excuse me, a bullpen spot or a starting rotation. He's not. There's just, he's not that good. What this was was an absolute salary dump. And the fact that Jake Odorizzi had already agreed to his 12.5 million player option, whoever gave him a player option at the end of his contract is an idiot. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, dude. I was thinking the same thing. He already agreed to it and said, yeah, I'm going to take that 12.5 million. Uh, yeah, I bet, he, I bet he did. So I bet he did. The Braves are on. Reason that we're we have cash is because we're we're gonna have to pay for probably a good portion of that twelve and a half. Um, so we're taking cash from Texas to help negate that. But yeah, this was an absolute salary dump just to get him off the books, and I would be really surprised if Allard starts in the bigs this year. I would anticipate him either being released. Or uh, sent down to AAA. Yeah, I mean, just looking at his stats right now on Baseball Reference, I, for some reason I thought he was older than he was. He's only twenty four. Yeah, he's uh, super young. Still young. Yeah, the one year with a, I think the one year he was a starter out in Texas, he went three and twelve with a five four one ERA. Um, so not great, not great. But he's mostly been a a bullpen guy coming out of the bullpen. A six oh seven lifetime ERA. Um, lifetime whip of a 1.423. Right? What's up? What's it 70 ERA last year? He did. 729. Yeah. Oh. 729 ERA last year with a 1286 whip. Uh, so, so not great. Oh. Not great. And he will, he will not compete. So, Billy, honestly, this is this, this dump right here, this move sort of gets me thinking into something that we rumored uh, a couple it. months ago. Don't you do it? Billy, there's a there's a starting position, starting pitchers rotation spot open right now. In the, the Braves lineup. Don't do it. Could the Braves possibly sign Jacob Degrom? Nope, can't happen. You don't think so? Can't happen. I don't know, man. He said he wanted to come here. Look, here's. Would anybody love to have Jacob Degrom on their team? Yes, there's Bingo. no doubt. Thousand percent. I don't think it's happening. Hey, I think I'm bet you. I bet you anything, especially with the amount of money that they just spent on freaking Diaz, that they're gonna bring him back. Uh, the ground back. You're saying? Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah. It's. I think the ground's coming back to New York. What if he doesn't want to go back to New York? I'm sure he doesn't. Who wants to? I, I mean, he, he seemed to like Atlanta a lot when he was here. I mean, I know. Atlanta's a lot nicer than New York. Can you imagine if we signed DeGrom and re-signed Dansby? Mm. What are we doing in the bullpen? Doesn't matter. We got five starters that can go nine innings. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. Bull, the bullpen arm and stuff like that, like that gets so in the weeds. And I feel like the Braves are so good at finding, I don't want to say gems out of, out of, you know, coal, but I think they do a good job of finding diamonds in the rough when it comes to bullpen arms. They'll, they'll figure it out. I'm not worried about bullpen arms because you, you can get some guy you've never heard of from a farm in Texas, but you know, he threw a hundred innings last year and had like a, a 0.9 whip or something. You know what I mean? Right. 
Like bullpen arms get so it, that's just so involved, and I, I I leave that up to the Braves. I'm like I trust their judgment. They'll find they'll find two or three really good bullpen arms that we've never even heard of that have been playing in the Guatemalan you know semi pro league or something. Look at uh, what happened so. with Peter Moreland. I mean, somehow we found Peter Moreland. You know, really. yeah, and he's he's turned into an even better uh, announcer than he was a baseball player. Yeah, he's pretty great, and he's also the uh, the manager of the Melbourne Aces. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So he um, goes down there yeah. for the uh, Australian League and manages down there. Awesome. Oh, I'd love to see him get a managerial spot inside the Braves organization somewhere. Maybe pitching or something. You know, that'd be neat. I like to see. I like to see former players get involved in the, uh, you know, franchises that they played for. Yeah, Eddie Perez, Terry Pendleton. Yeah. yeah. Walt Weiss. Walt Weiss. He coached for us for a little while. Yeah. I love that. He's still coached for Like, he's still coaching for us, isn't he? Yeah, he's still our bench coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right now. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He'll he'll get, he'll get probably get a starting job, I'd assume, somewhere again. Because he was with uh, Florida, right? Wasn't he with Florida for a while? Uh, Colorado. Colorado. He was the okay. manager of Colorado. That's right. That's right. I was thinking it was Florida. Billy, what do we got this weekend or tonight on the uh, scoreboard and the stump at games and events calendar? Uh, Nothing. All right, fantastic. Love yeah. it. Love to see it. Nothing on the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, tonight, uh, on the Step of Games events calendar, we mentioned Falcons at Carolina. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. That's that's something. Uh, yeah, so this is the last day, I believe, that we sort of don't have any high school sports going on. Um, tomorrow, we... Tomorrow, it, it's huge. Tomorrow's podcast in the morning will probably be mostly dedicated to round one playoff matchups for Friday Night Lights. Um, and the next week we start uh, we start basketball, so we will we will have stuff on the scoreboard and the Stumpet Games and events calendar next week when everything kicks off. That's but for now, yeah, wrestling. wrestling, wrestling, you're right. Wrestling kicks off as well, so yeah. we we'll, we'll have all that rundown for you uh, as normal next week. You ready for another cup of coffee this morning, man? And I need a cup of coffee. So bring it. Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, Lakers LeBron James exits loss to Clippers with an apparent groin injury. The bad LA Lakers just got worse. Yeah. Good luck to the Lakers. That team. With the lottery. Oof. That team is really bad right now. Um, They have the second worst record in the entire NBA they're two and nine yeah and enjoy the enjoy the lottery this year right behind the Rockets that's bad dude that's that's you should not have that when you have LeBron James uh, AD Westbrook yeah Yeah, that's that's horrible Um, I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do to fix it out there because they are in salary cap hell but uh, they gotta do something quick hopefully or they're going to be in the lottery and LeBron James might be gone. Uh, leaving Zach Steffen out of the World Cup was heartbreaking, says Greg Verhalter. Billy, Zach Steffen uh, is a uh, world-class player. And I didn't, I just, I didn't see them leaving that goalkeeper off the roster. I thought Zach Steffen was honestly going to battle for a starting position uh, with Matt Turner. But that's not the case. Zach Steffen's not even going to be on the roster. Matt, uh, Matt Turner is going to get the starting position as the goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team coming up in the World Cup this month uh, in about two weeks. So that was something that absolutely blew me off my socks. Uh, they, uh, David Donis and Abner Castellanos are going to be breaking down all of the World Cup news on a special World Cup podcast this Sunday. 
so they might have a better insight into uh, this decision. But I was I was very shocked. Um, hopefully everything's going to get settled and we're good to go by November twentieth. And let's go. I think we got eleven days, Billy. We got eleven four. days. We we have uh, we start. What U.S. versus Wales? What are you going to do? Like I'm going to be cheering for a draw. Let's go tie. <laughs> big, big fan of ties. Big fan of ties. Um, so yeah, the 21st is against Wales at 2 p.m. and then the following match versus England. Uh, I don't remember when. I, oh, England. I think I don't remember when the England game is, but it's all it, it all kicks off that week of Thanksgiving. So everybody's going to be off anyways. And USA plays at two o'clock every single time. Two p.m. I'm down for that. I think. I think do what? Yeah, two p.m. Yeah, okay. um, I think the England USA match is on Black Friday at two p.m. I think, Ooh. but yeah, I might be wrong there. I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, Broncos Russell Wilson won a lot. He said up in Seattle without a quarterback wristband. This comes on the back uh, just ten days after the Denver Broncos quarterback Jam- uh, Jamarcus Russell Russell Wilson had worn a wristband with a play sheet on it in the team's win over the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Uh, he got asked about it, and he said he didn't wear a quarterback wristband up in Seattle, and they won a bunch. So he didn't start out the season wearing one in Denver, but now he has one, and they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are they now going to win the Super Bowl because uh, Russell Wilson has a quarterback armband? Isn't that what he's saying? Hey, we're, yes. we're, we're set yeah. now. It's It was on me. I didn't wear the, yep. the wristband. It's it's all fixed. A thousand percent yep. fixed. So Mr. Unlimited will now be wearing a quarterback wristband every single game. And he will also, even if it's a home game, he will charter a flight over to England so he can do high knees and squats for eight hours on an airplane uh, and then land back in, in Denver and be ready to to win a that guy is weird, dude. That guy is a that guy is a goofy dude. He is yeah, he is, is. odd. Let's ride. Uh, Oilers Evander Kane is out three to six months after a skate blade cuts his wrist. That is best case scenario right there. Yeah, I'm glad he's okay. Um, I know it doesn't seem like, hey, he's out three to four months. He's he's okay. That's yes. That is a thousand percent precaution. If he got his wrist cut deep enough to where he's going to be out for three to four months, that means a he can't play with it. So that means that he's not good when you can't play he's with going it. Going to live. That's all that matters. Like. Yes, that wrist looked like something terrible was going to happen, and I'm I'm so glad that he's he's okay. Yep, yeah, that's that's the big takeaway here. Three to four months is whatever. When I first saw that skate cut his wrist, I was like, oh god, like is is he going to survive? Like, <laughs> is, is he going to be okay? So, three to four months, yeah, that's 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 a good wonder, good sign. Here. I legitimately wonder how many towels they went through. Just, I don't know, man. And, that that thing was blood, gushing blood. And and one of the things that kind of seemed weird to me is the medical staff and the doctors were on the opposite side of the ice from the locker rooms. Like, why wouldn't you have the doctors and everything on the same side as the locker room? Some arenas are weird. Um, they have... It's weird where they come out of the locker room um, for some arenas. Some, okay. some of them, like Phillips Arena, or excuse me, it used to be Phillips Arena, State Farm Arena. You had the the benches basically. Um, they would come out of the tunnel right at the benches. Um, they played hockey there. Yeah, shut up. Oh, <laughs> <You're> an ass. <laughs> um, 
but it's it's one of those things that you know it depends on on the arena there's some places that they get done with the period and they have to go down just right behind uh the goal the goalkeeper on the outside just to get and they nice. the boards to get into okay so it's it's strange all right uh packers aaron Rodgers says he appreciates his time that he had with mike mccarthy and over time it is growing even more his appreciation yeah. for mike mccarthy he is especially in wake yeah. of uh, this year's awful season for the packers do you think mike mccarthy goes back to green bay no, I don't either. I don't. I don't either. I think Dallas is going to go up there and beat the bejesus out of them on Sunday, and uh, he, I, the Aaron Rodgers era is, is dead. It's done. It's over. Uh, the Packers are terrible. They're not making the playoffs, and this is Aaron Rodgers' last year playing football. Probably. It's over. Yeah. yeah, that that team is that team is awful. Uh, in 1964, the Braves sign a 25-year lease to play in the new Atlanta Stadium, later named Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Billy, that was the first stadium I've ever seen a baseball game in. Yep. Professional Me baseball too. game. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And big old fishbowl. It was big. The seats that I had to go up to and sit, they were huge. And they, and they were about 16 miles up in the sky. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, big. You got anything else to add today, man? Nope. All right, let's get out of here on a Friday Eve. Remember, you got the Falcons and Panthers tonight. And tomorrow morning, we're going to have a playoff preview uh, round one of the high school football playoffs start tomorrow, so we will have that breakdown for you tomorrow morning. We will see you same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!